Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for just about everything that is horror. And we're your hosts. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. Welcome to the show. Very excited. Might be a pretty quick one. But it'll still be fun. Quality over quantity. It'll be a good one. Yeah. It'll be a good one. Uh, this is our third round of Treehouse of Horror, spanning volumes 9 through 12, mm-hmm. all available on Disney Plus right now or for on Vudu for like two bucks a piece, which is what I did about a month before <laughs> Disney Plus happened. <laughs> Oh man! And and if you, oh. if you uh, you want to hear about that one, go back and listen to our first episode of Tree Horse <laughs> Treehouse of Horror, and uh, yeah. you'll get a you'll get a dose. Yeah. Uh, so we do these ones a little bit differently. We're gonna do some behind the scenes, you know, tidbits about each uh, volume, and then we'll get into some specifics, and then we'll go on to the next one. Ooh. So, yes. not a whole lot to cover, but it's still there. Yeah. So the first one we have is Treehouse of Horror number 9 from season 10, episode 4, which aired October 25th, 1998. Which is da- which is actually in two days from recording um, as, what, the 98? Oh, God damn. My math's not there. What, 23 years? 20, 23 years ago? Something like that. 23 yeah, years almost like to that. the day. That's yeah. pretty cool. Very nice. Yeah, well, I mean, by uh, release date, That'll be spot on. Yeah. Uh, So the terror of Tiny Toon includes a live action segment starring Regis Philbin and Kathy Lee Gifford of Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Taping of this segment took longer than expected, so a broadcast of WABC-TV's Eyewitness News that was to take place had to be moved to another studio. (laughs) Oh, man. In Hell to Pay, Moe's death scene was originally more violent, but it was toned down at the request of Mike Scully. Hmm. I, Which is always too bad. I like that segment quite a bit. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's one of my. It's, uh, also, one of, it's one of the ones. I, uh, it's one of the ones I like the more um, more so out of um, the majority of these ones. There's a few that I'm like, God, this is so good. I just love that he starts talking in Snake's voice and <laughs> hearing Homer say chicky pie. It's just <laughs> like, what the fuck? I like it. Uh, we'll get into it when we talk about the episode. Go ahead. Yeah. Also in the original version of Hell to Pay, Troy McClure was supposed to moderate the execution of Snake, but uh, voice actor Phil Hartman was murdered before recording his lines. Mm. Months later, the entire sequence was redone with Ed McMahon as the host. That's sad. Rest in peace, yeah. Phil Hartman. No, it was really too bad. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, in Starship Poopers, there is a shot of sound waves emanating from Springfield at one point. There's a shot of North America, and it appears that Springfield is located in Louisiana. Oh. The mystery of the location of Springfield is a running joke in The Simpsons, and a number of fan- fans assumed that Louisiana was where the family lived. However, the animators had drawn the waves so that they were coming from the center of the screen, and they never intended to have them emanate from a specific location. Oh. Sneaky. I know. They're like, oh, we gotta backtrack that one. (laughs) (laughs) I have a hard time believing that The Simpsons do anything by coincidence, though. Well... I'm pretty sure they have time machines in their uh, back (laughs) cupboards that they just kind of tap into every once in a while. Yep, yep. The title of the segment, Terror of the Tiny Toon, is a reference of the animated television series, Tiny Toon Adventures, as well as the movie, The Terror of Tiny Town. Uh, In 2008, Starship Poopers was named the 10th best (laughs) Treehouse of Horror segment by IGN. Nice. And in 1999, composer Alf Clausen was nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Music Compositions for a series for his work on the episode. Dude, that's great. And honestly, I think Starship Poopers is just a great name that, like, even if it's not a top 10, it should be a top 10 (laughs) just for the name. Yeah. I'm that Cleverness aside. Yeah. It's one of my favorites and least favorites at the same time, because it's not really horror-y, but it has so many funny lines and shit that I say Mm -hmm. all the time. Yep. That, yeah, we'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, So, 
in hell to pay, Snake is executed for smoking in the Quickie Mart, and Homer gets a hair transplant, then starts killing the witnesses. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so we're in the episodes right now, right? Yeah. So the thing I like about this is when he picks up the comb, and he's just looking at his like pine lines, like talking <laughs> about this and that, yeah. and then dips it in the. And cheese. it's just those shitty cheap yeah. combs that you get when you're doing your hair for school pictures right it's like a 99 cent comb that you still yeah. see in all supermarkets just like oh that's gonna hurt <laughs> that's gonna hurt and the it it made me laugh even more so because like i've bought combs i've never gone into mm-hmm. like a you know self monologue talking about like you know like the aerodynamics or how this is gonna work <laughs> but i'm like you know this the viscosity yeah <laughs> the viscosity yeah like it's not going to like pull my beard hair out it's not gonna like yeah. like uh but yeah, when he dips it in the cheese and then is using it as like a gel, I'm like, ah, dude, even I wouldn't do that. And I love, 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 I love cheese. That would get gross in about two seconds. I love that they're like, when he gets arrested by Wiggum, he's like, you torched that orphanage and blew up that bus full of nuns. <laughs> yeah. But smoking in the quickie mart is what's going to get him executed. Right. And it, it, like he points to the sign, he's like, he's like, it's clearly posted right there, and it's just this tiny little itty bitty sign in the midst of a bunch of cigarette <laughs> advertisements, and I'm like, "Yeah, because people are gonna see that." <laughs> it's yeah. so good. As Mo gets a cereal for people with syphilis. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. I mean, all all the deaths and stuff. I don't know. I mean, you have my notes. So if there's anything that you think of that you want to chime in with, go for go for it. My next thing is the the ending of the segment when. You know, Homer's broken into Bart's room because he's the last witness to kill. Yeah. And then Marge and Lisa come in and Marge starts monologuing like a normal horror movie would go. And they're like, "It, the hair must be controlling him. And Lisa's like, everyone's already... Or no, Lisa says that. And then Marge is like, Lisa, everybody's figured that out already. <laughs> right? <laughs> For being the smartest person, like, they sure love to point out when they're like yeah we get it already lisa good job (laughs) (laughs) like oh it must be it must be rough being the smartest person in the room yeah yeah. it sure is (laughs) well um i do it it is great like try i'm trying to think back on some of the different things with that but like it's when they finally do get the toupee off of homer's head and then it just Mm -hmm. like is alive and you're like what <laughs> it's crawling around yeah and shoot like it to death <laughs> yeah like, a, like well, a, even before that homer is going you know please don't make me choose between my son and my hair <laughs> right and oh man <laughs> how could i possibly choose <laughs> how could, yeah exactly because like any parents like i'll just go bald whatever like i'm <laughs> yeah yeah as we scratch our yeah like, you have our bald spots you have more visible hair than i do but i sure not from the back. <laughs> no, but nobody's looking at the back of the head when they talk to you. Or are they? Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. But yeah, uh, page, yeah and it's a great it's a great segment. I love it. And then they have the bad hair day and Marge is like, you know, a lot of people just died and it's like, Oh wait, I just got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so the terror of Tiny Tune, Marge forbids Bart and Lisa from watching the itchy and scratchy Halloween special while she goes trick-or-treating with Maggie, removing the batteries from the remote control. When Marge leaves, Bart finds plutonium in Homer's toolbox and hammers it into the remote battery slot. As one when does. When they use the remote, the kids <laughs> enter the world of itchy and scratchy. Uh, yeah, dude, this... Um, so I'll have a lot more to say about like these first like episodes nine, 10 and 11. And I never mm. did get back to watching 12. Cause I was like, man, okay. Busy weekend. And then I'm looking and yeah. I'm like, Oh dude, I'm, I remember these segments a lot better than I thought, but with there being so many in each one, I'm like, Oh, yeah. I'll be fine. But like, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense that Homer, like, like why would you have just plutonium laying in there? But then at the same time, you're like, if anybody would have it, it would be Homer. And it's like, so let's just pound it into a fucking remote. Well, that's the, like, chances are he saw it on the ground at work and went, ooh, shiny, and, like, put it in his pocket and then forgot about it and then decided to put it in his toolbox just right. in case. I, I think about you never the, know. I think about the, the piece that, you know, gets stuck to his clothes when he's, you know, leaving for work in the in the intro and yeah. he's just leaving. Like, oh, it's here. Might as well put it in the toolbox. Like, <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a cool little nugget if that was the case. Probably is. I love that 
the whole point of Itchy and Scratchy is them killing each other for laughs. Mm-hmm. And because Bart and Lisa start laughing at them, they they're get like, mad. why are they... They're laughing at your pain. Yeah. That's mean. That's mean. They band together and it's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. I, I love that Bart figures out so quickly, too. Like, oh, hey, we're in a cartoon world. Let's just, mm-hmm. you know play with the laws of physics yeah, with his exactly. pencil with the eject button yeah it's like space jam when he's like oh we can do that it's like yeah <laughs> like i'm gonna stretch my arm yeah, halfway like, across the ex- court exactly dunk it <laughs> and then of course it, okay no no you i was just gonna say i, I just the eject is is oh. clever and i'm surprised that bart's again i'm surprised that bart's the one that thought of it but i'm not either because like i you have these like conceptual thoughts about how mm-hmm. they are as characters but at the same time if anybody's going to do it it's going to be that character yeah you know like well, lisa's too the, smart the other to think nice of thing about like a treehouse is that you can play with those rules a bit more mm-hmm. and as long as you stick fairly close to the the root you'll be fine right and then by the end they break out of the tv and itchy and scratchy literally like hammer and axe their way out of the tv (laughs) and you think oh man they're screwed but they're just the size of a normal cat and mouse so they put itchy in a little hamster cage (laughs) and then scratchy's making the moves on snowball too so they have to have him neutered oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that's that's great yeah yeah this uh stars okay no you go ahead i was just gonna say like this um episode nine or you know, Treehouse Nine, Nine is actually really solid in the yeah. fact that all three of them are decent. Like Starship Poopers is probably number three for me out of the three, but like mm-hmm. it's still it's Starship Poopers. It's hilarious. Yeah. You know, you get the Kang and Kodos. You get you know all three are solid. Where like in some other ones where you're like, well, this one is so good that yeah. the other two just don't quite live up but yeah all three of these are are pretty solid um for just one episode in my opinion yeah i'd say so i mean they're fairly memorable which we'll get into here starship poopers marge discovers maggie's first baby tooth which appears to be a sharp fang and maggie later loses her legs and sprouts green tentacles marge marge reveals that kang is maggie's real father yeah yeah well, and it's nice that they actually kind of go into that because they've talked about that in previous episodes, right? Where hmm. have, they, have they mentioned before that or alluded that Homer wouldn't be Maggie's father or that it would no. be one of the aliens or is this the first one? No, this is just the okay. The gimmick for this particular segment. Oh, okay. Because I could have swore that I thought I remembered something about that being something like running but not. Mm-mm. Okay. No. No, nothing from Treehouse is really canon. canon. Okay. okay. The only thing that ended up kind of becoming, which I think we talked about in the last version of this that we did, is that the character of Uter mm-hmm. was first introduced in a Treehouse segment and then transitioned into oh, right, right. a regular cast member. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I, I love them bringing her to Dr. Hibbert and he uses the popsicle stick thing and she just chomps onto it and they ask if he can prescribe anything he's like fire and lots of it (laughs) and then they're like that's your prescription for everything yeah right not just because it's a thing but because because, like just burn it (laughs) just burn it that's what i do yeah i mean that hurts just gone (laughs) oh man um but yeah fire and the line holy flirking schnitt when uh they get the call, the mm-hmm. beacon on the spaceship is something that I use all of the time. Really? Yeah. Okay. I want to say, like, out of all the Simpsons references, I that was, I think that's the one that I hear the least. I don't know if I've ever... Probably. I don't know if I've ever heard you say that to, like, myself. No, but I've said it around family and friends. Okay. And You're just like... around the house, like, something happens... <laughs> And everyone's like, oh my god, it's like, holy flirking schnitz. You're like, I have to be professional at work. I can't drop flirking yeah. schnitz all over the place. Oh, I do. I would. I th- I'm sure I have, just not around you. Right. It wouldn't surprise uh, me, though, at the same time. Well, yeah. Almost everything I say, including what I'm saying right now, is probably from a Simpsons episode. 
Yep. Been like 33 seasons. Oh, God, right? Uh, I love Marge's options for being inseminated. (laughs) You got, uh, I wrote them all down. There's the backseat of a Camaro, an airplane bathroom, the alley behind a porno theater, or a friend's wedding. Yeah, it's that it's it, it really is pretty spot on. It, like <laughs> the backseat of the Camaro is the one that really cracked me up because it's if it would have said like and this is um not necessarily Simpsons universe, but if it would have said in the backseat of a Volkswagen, I probably would have lost it. <laughs> How uncomfortable. For for reasons. Yeah, for well no, it's a uh, that was a thing um from mall rats like in the kevin smith oh. movies like in the back hmm. backseat of a volkswagen being he's like i'm gonna do you in a really un- uncomfortable place she's like in the backseat <laughs> of a volkswagen or like, <laughs> no i haven't watched that in a long time yeah uh and by the end jerry springer they bring everyone to jerry springer because that's what you did in the 90s that, it, to solve your conflicts yep good old jerry springer and best line is even jerry springer couldn't solve our conflict and then lisa says and now he's dead anywho (laughs) right oh man well like so the thing about the jerry springer like being on there like i like they it it's done up exactly how it would have been if you were watching a live episode of jerry springer and the back and forth between um with kang and homer about how like they're punching each other and then fucking what beep, was beep, 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 your mama <laughs> <laughs> right i like how like fuck what well, i don't remember who king like king tentacles somebody and then homer runs over starts punching him and then king with his and other one, one of the security yeah guys, <laughs> like i'm like oh my god that's so good uh, moving on, Treehouse of Horror, number 10, season 11, episode 4, o- aired October 31st, 1999. Uh, so while Flanders serves as the segment, I know what you diddly-ids uh, antagonist, the role would originally go to Grandpa, who would chase Homer inside a roller disco. While Grandpa does not appear in the segment, the Springfield roller disco is seen during The Simpsons' escape from Flanders. I feel like that would be a completely different episode. Obviously, it's like like okay yeah like it's like hey so we had an idea for this uh, but we're gonna go in a completely different direction yeah like, it could be grandpa but let's just have it be flanders yeah diddly, diddly, i think it makes it better yeah because he can screw with mod and you know, no this is a this shit. is a great segment yeah uh the simpson staff had a lot of trouble finding a guest star for the sec uh, second rocket and life's a glitch then you die <clears throat> The only person who agreed to participate was Tom Arnold. Of course it was. Of course <laughs> it was. So that was actually Tom Arnold, and the rest of them were just impersonators. Okay. Well, and that was the thing, too, because, like, in um, Starship Poopers, it it sounded just like Jerry Springer, so I'm assuming it was Jerry yeah, it Springer. Was. In yeah. this, like, like I, I watch a lot of old-school Roseanne back in the, like... Mm-hmm. So Tom Arnold, like, that dude's voice is... I, yeah, like, I was like, oh my God, of course he's in this. Like, <laughs> it makes all the sense in the world that he would be on the second rocket. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Uh, last one in 2000, Trials 410 was nominated for a CINE Golden Eagle Award, which it ultimately won. Of course it did. I don't know what that is, I but it won. So, sure congratulations. What it is either. <laughs> so, I know what you did, Lee, did on a foggy evening with a full moon. The Simpsons are driving down a coastal road when Marge accidentally collides into Ned Flanders, killing him. Shortly after Ned's funeral, the family finds the phrase, I know what you did, written in blood everywhere they go. <laughs> They're terrorized by a cloaked figure. So good. This is another one that I do all the time which is can't get enough of that sugar crisp <laughs> <laughs> of course I don't you do of course like, you do. when we watch these at home my wife is like oh that's where you got that oh that makes <laughs> sense yeah i could totally see that just oh just the uncovering of all the like unearthing all these origins <laughs> for the things that you do and say you're like oh <laughs> from this everything is from the simpsons right Uh, you know what so obviously you do a horror podcast as we have for two and a half years now Mm -hmm. you do your your marvel podcast 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm so we are Marvel. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. I was like, is he going to plug it? Or am I going to have to plug it? Like, <laughs> I, um, I know it's kind of awkwardly teed up, but what I'm getting at is I'm surprised. Because, I mean, we've even talked about being like, dude, a James Bond podcast would have been fun. I'm mm-hmm. surprised that you haven't or don't, like, you didn't do one on The Simpsons. Because if there's anything that is ingrained into your life as much as horror or comics... Simpsons, I would argue, is more so than horror, probably more so than comics, ebbs and flows, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I'm surprised mm-hmm. that, like, if there's anything, you could do that shit on your own. And, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that's the thing. Like, I think if I found someone who liked it as much as I do or close to it, that I maybe I would. Right. But I don't know anybody that still nerds out about Simpsons like I do. And,. I also don't watch it anymore. Oh, you don't watch the new episodes? You're old school? No. Yeah, it's just the only time I tune in is Treehouse of Horror. Okay. Is it so. is it too uh, aware these days? Like, is it is it just... Oh, it's just not as funny. I mean, it stopped being nearly as funny by, like, season 15. Okay. Well, I gotcha. Yeah. I was going to say, we'll have to keep an eye on email. Someone's like, hey, guess what? I fucking love seasons one through 15. Let's do it. <laughs> and speaking of emails, we have one. So I will read it oh. at the end of the show. What, what? Uh, yeah, so Marge runs into Flanders and Bart's initial reaction is no one would believe that a Simpsons killed a Flanders by accident, <laughs> which is just great. Yeah, it, yeah, true. And I also love the twist that like it's already a parody of I know what you did last summer, mm-hmm. but then they throw in, oh, by the way, Flanders is actually a werewolf. Yeah, which I did not see coming, not even yeah. at all, even close. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was a real mindfucker when I, when I was watching it, because I'm just like, oh, like he was dead on the roof Yeah. while Homer mm-hmm. was trying to tee up that he was still alive and that he wasn't, yeah. that they didn't kill him. And it's like... Pulling a weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah, weekend at Bernie's him right off the roof. Drops him in the house being like, oh my God, he had a heart attack. Bye. Shut the door and leave. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, desperately zeking Xena. In an, an x-ray machine scanning Halloween candy malfunctions and gives Bart the ability to stretch his body like rubber and Lisa super strength. They become a superhero duo calling themselves Stretch Dude and Clobber Girl. <laughs> Later, Lucy Lawless addresses Xena, addresses fans at a science fiction convention, and comic book guy who has styled himself as a villain called the Collector kidnaps her. Dun, dun, dun. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, obviously, any nerdy collectory shit is just fantastic. Right. I like the beginning when they're scanning the candy and. Wiggum's like, that one's safe, that one's safe, that one has a syringe, that one has a razor, and he's like, ooh, white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to love white chocolate when I was younger. Like, I was like, oh, man, give it to me. And nowadays, I'm just like, eh. Mm-hmm. I, don't eat a I, lot of cho- I don't eat a lot of chocolate in general outside of, like, mm-hmm. Reese's peanut butter cups. But, like... Fair. They have white chocolate versions of those. I know they do. They're Not as good. good. I like them. Well, they're... they're different. Yeah, they're good, but... I'm not, I, I don't seek them out. Like, you hand me one, I'm like, ooh, thank you. Piece of candy. Yeah. Ooh, white chocolate. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, I don't necessarily, I won't really buy it. I do. I, uh, I assume you like the uh, theme song, which is very Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, and that's the thing, because, like, I was watching this episode, but apparently I wasn't paying as, an, as much attention, because I don't remember the theme song. But, um... Th- Two things for me notes is I don't remember that they actually had names. The Stretch Girl, uh, Stretch, uh, mm-hmm. Stretch Dude, and Clobber Girl, and I don't mm-hmm. remember the theme song, but I remember everything else. I feel like, like I love mm-hmm. it when it when <laughs> got your lips, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I don't. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, but I I don't remember the theme song. I have to go back and listen to it. You should. I will. I'd sing it, but I don't know all the words. Oh. So just be Stretch Dude and Clobber Girl. He's a something, something, something. She's the Hulk in pearls. <laughs> I almost spit up my coffee. <laughs> I like when they spot uh, the collector driving off with Xena mm-hmm. and they chase after him and Marge yells out the window, you know, 
remember you're vulnerable to qu- kryptonite. And Homer's like, geez, Marge, tell the neighborhood. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. And then, of course, by the end, Lucy flies them to safety. And, but Xena can't fly. But Lucy Lawless obviously can't. Yeah, which is great. She's like, I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy Lawless. I'm Lucy Lawless. Like, oh, Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, that one was all, like, the, I I like, I'm I'm looking at the, the different, um, <clears throat> Excuse me. The the segments from this episode uh, from this episode, and mm-hmm. I really did like the the I know what you diddly idly did. The Xena mm-hmm. one was all right, and the Life's a Glitch is probably my least favorite out of the three. But me too. I think. I mean, this is when they start not focusing as much on horror and are just kind of doing really self parodies. Yeah, that, yeah. Which. I mean, this next one, Life's Glitch, Then You Die. The name is great. Yeah, and I mean, given that it was 1999 and Y2K was a thing yeah. that people were stupidly worried about. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about it. It Y2K. all fits. Yeah, no, it, it does. Yeah. I, I totally forgot about Y2K. Now we're 21 years past it. Because it dumb. Right. Uh, December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. Dick Clark is celebrating New Year's Rock and even Springfield. Homer, the Springfield nuclear power plant's Y two K compliance <laughs> officer, has neglected his duties to fix all possible Y two K problems from the plant's computers. This results in a virus being spread across all electronic devices throughout the world, causing widespread destruction and societal collapse. Dun dun dun. Yeah, it's a little maximum overdrivey. <laughs> If anything, it's almost more better executed than Maximum Overdrive. Justin, everything makes more sense. Everything Maximum <laughs> Overdrivey is going to be more so Maximum Overdrive than actual Maximum <laughs> Overdrive itself. <laughs> oh my goodness! I God, I wish there was a sequel that somebody would make us cover. <laughs> just I don't know. <laughs> oh just man, to make me angry. Just to re- it'd have to be better. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I feel like doing a a a maximum overdrive revisited. <laughs> like <laughs> take we go through and we find episodes that we've done of just movies that we just could not stand. Yeah. Like and then revisit. And try them. again. Yeah, I know you would make me do it with Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I know, you know, especially oh, yeah. if I made you do it. I was it. trying to think of ones that I pick cuz you pick a lot of the stinkeroos, but like Killer Clowns. I, I guess Maximum Overdrive was me. That was but it you. Was not... Killer Clowns, you may not like it, but Killer Clowns has a huge following. And this year, for some reason, every, like, dude, Ma- uh, Killer Clowns blew up this year because, like, you go to, like, yeah, Spirit Hall- yeah, like, there's shit everywhere. Like, it's all over the place. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's reached this level of, um, I don't know if it's acceptance or like I mean the people who like that movie obviously Nostalgia. are gonna stand for it super hard, but like yeah. I don't like it it's almost become like a mainstream thing this year. Yeah. Well I was gonna say, I mean, I think for the most part we tend to not pick things that are bad. Like we don't go out of our way to be like, This sucks and we're gonna pick it so we can rip into it. We've talked about doing that i.e. Velasa Pastor. We just haven't done Mm -hmm. it yet. Yeah, and I think it's almost for the best because I'd rather celebrate the good in horror because the the genre gets crapped on more than enough already. That sounds like like a a Patreon thing, just being like, just ripping into really bad movies. Maybe. If we ever get enough uh, people that would actually pay for it, I'd do it. Right. (laughs) Be like, we'll do it for a dollar. Just... (laughs) Just do some. Just show up. Just fucking yeah, watch. Yeah, really. just listen. Yeah, dude, Halloween's actually love, doing really well. I was surprised. We're, nice. but I mean, it doesn't help. It helps that it just came out. But sure. Yeah. I love that Dick Clark is a robot in disguise, and he's like, "Oh no, it's happening!" <laughs> oh. Like this was the robotic, you know, doom prophecy of right. Y2K, <laughs> and then he just disintegrates. Oh God, it's happening. <laughs> And of course, there's the rocket where they only take the best and brightest, and Lisa's the ship's proofreader because they need one of those. <laughs> you choose one parent, mom. 
Yeah, mom. mom. <laughs> Doesn't even hesitate. Come on, mom. She's like, all right, guys. <laughs> like, oh, man, not even a fucking hesitation. Yeah. And I feel pretty confident in their choices on who should have been on the rocket to die. Fucking when Rosie O'Donnell showed up, I was like, okay, Pauly Shore. <laughs> eh, I like Pauly Shore movies. It. Like, I'm okay with that. I don't know about his movies, eh, but I like him. He's funny. Well, uh, so I grew up on a lot of those movies like, you know, yeah. Son-in-Law and Encino Man and stuff like that. Sure. But I wouldn't want him to die. Tom Arnold makes all the sense. And I think he'd <laughs> yeah. even be like, fuck yeah, put me on that plane or on that rocket. <laughs> That'd be fun. And then that's, I, I just love Homer's reaction to Rosie. He's like, oh my God, it's Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> and as he just starts to slowly piece together all the horrible people on that plane. <laughs> right. Ross Perot. Oh man. Tonya Harding. <laughs> Like for yeah for 1999 you're like oh this is really the the worst like it'd be funny to, for them to do this now and see who would make which plane or rocket uh, I have an idea of a few but that's for <laughs> yeah, another sure podcast could, uh, pick a couple <laughs> yeah. uh, Trials 411 season 12 episode one November 1st 2000 uh, in Night of the Dolphin the King Dolphin's voice is Harry Shearer's normal voice oh wow uh, there are two deleted scenes that are now available on the DVD one with Dr. Julius Hibbert fighting with hypodermics and one where Mo Sislak puts a gas tube down a dolphin's blowhole during the human fish dolphin <laughs> war. Oh, man. <laughs> Since its original airing, this episode has received general positive reviews. Matt Haig of Den of Geek quoted, It is probably one of the funniest Halloween episodes of the show's history. Yeah, it's it feels like an entire movie arc. Like, like yeah. there's a, there, there's so much that happens in this episode from start to finish condensed into like a 22 minute episode where you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. I love Night of the Dolphin. It's one of my freaking favorites. It's good. It's, it's so uh, good. <laughs> uh, last one, Matt Groening called the third segment one of his personal favorite scenes from all the series. Really? Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it with Ghost Dad. Dad. Homer's horoscope says he will die today. He dismisses it and leaves for work, narrowly escaping death several times on the way there. He's still alive at the end of the day, but is finally killed by a piece of broccoli. Oh, broccoli is the most... As we all knew would happen. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) because he's eating broccoli. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, In heaven, St. Peter informs Homer that he had not done a good deed in his life and must perform one within 24 hours before he can officially be let into heaven. It's not really horror-y, but it is pretty damn funny. It is. It is <laughs> it is pretty funny. Um I the the whole he gets done in by broccoli, that cracked me yeah. up pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um even just the horoscopes being like today you will die and then Marge just says today your husband will die. Yeah, like okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Normally that would come off as pretty heavy-handed in anything else but this. Yeah, yeah. Like okay, we get it. But it, And then Homer going through everything that happened to him is like the the rattlesnake, the pickaxe, and the testicle thing, mm-hmm. which we never... We see the other two, but we never see the pickaxe. Right. Or the, uh, the testicle thing. And he just says it. And it's like, what happened there? Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I don't remember the pickaxe or the testicle thing. Can you still hear me? There we are. Okay. Hi. 33 minutes. All right. So you're talking about the testicle and pickaxe thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember the testicle um, part of that for some reason. It's just a throwaway line. So oh. it's going through at the beginning of the thing when he's driving to work, you know, the thing crashes on his car. And right. when he gets to work, he has the rattlesnake on his arm. But as he's like uh, talking about his day. Mm-hmm. to Marge, who's still worried about him dying. <laughs> He's like, oh, nothing happened except the pickaxe in my head, the rattlesnake bite, and the testicle thing. Oh, okay, okay. Because I remember, 
I remember the pickaxe to the head. I remember the the snake bite. I was like, what happened to his testicles? I don't remember that part. <laughs> That's brutal. And I love that. So the whole thing, he's trying to do a good deed, and they keep backfiring. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, he finally saves a baby and from dying in a car crash and is floated back to heaven. And St. Peter and, missed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought you think, I thought you guys see everything. No, you were thinking of Santa Claus. <laughs> which is this absolute, which it, it, it's Homer's luck. It, it, you know, like Homer's luck should be like an actual thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Murphy's law, Homer's luck, yeah. like, he mm-hmm. and I love that. I feel like I have that. Yeah, and I really <laughs> I like how when he grabs the baby from the stroller and then the stroller goes out and then you know falls over like wrecks in the street, but then catches on fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Okay. Like a Hollywood car crash. Yeah, uh, and then uh, you know yeah, I thought you guys saw everything, and then he's like, "Well, I'll be damned." He's like, "That you are." <laughs> <laughs> then fucking sends him right to hell, and it's like, oh, what's bad, John Wayne? Yeah, bad choice of words. <laughs> uh, scary tales come true in a fairy tale setting. The Simpsons are peasants living in a pumpkin cottage. After Homer lost his job as the village oaf, he abandons Bart and Lisa in the woods to solve their family's food shortage, where they encounter several fairy tale creatures. Yeah, this. Is- I think dumping your kids in the woods when they get too expensive isn't the worst idea. I don't have kids myself, which is why you say that probably, because I could never yeah. like. My daughter is a shit, and I, I love her to de- I would die for that kid. And so, like, like the concept is hilarious, but, like, I, yeah, I don't the know. The reality hurts your soul. Yeah, like, like oh, man, I don't, I don't know how I would go go on without. I love that it's the not the first time they've done it. Yeah. Because they, they tumble into the woods, and you see the skeletons, skeletons of like, the previous Bart and Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> face it, they're not great parents. Right, yeah. Like, let's face it. I love how they say that. Like, just yeah, they're not great parents. <laughs> like, because uh, later they go back and they're trying to sell Maggie in the window. Well, I don't remember what the sign says. But I don't it's either. Funny. But I actually do. I actually do like this segment quite a bit. I do too. It's it's super funny. Again, it's not very horror-y, except we do get to see Goldilocks mauled to death by the three bears, but, I which mean, is hilarious. It's it's a fairy tale. Grim uh, Grimm's fairy tales are. Mm-hmm. you know pretty grim yeah yeah exactly and so like even though they've been kind of churched up for kids like 100 percent rooted in horror and yeah. it works in my opinion yeah oh i mean i i've always loved this segment it's just funny because i mean you have the hansel and gretel witch at the end mm-hmm. and bart's basting himself as he's stuffing himself with candy <laughs> you have homer arriving in the nick of time Mm-hmm. Like and they're like, oh my god, you came to save us! Like, save you, stuff myself with candy. It's all good. Yeah, it all yeah, it all works. <laughs> it's so yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And he gets turned into a chicken, donkey, fish with broom hands. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the broom hands. Yeah, <laughs> god damn it. Thing after watching all the things we've watched, seeing that it made me think of Freaks. When there, there's the girl chicken hybrid at the end of the movie oh yeah 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 which they end up doing a freaks version uh several seasons from now which we'll eventually get to which is great yeah i can't wait for that well because that one's one of my favorites well see the thing is is like i haven't like i i watched the simpsons but like i haven't seen like i never i didn't watch it like i did south park you know what i mean so like Mm -hmm. i have a great respect for the simpsons um, if it's on, I'll watch it. It's never one I really su- like seeked out to watch. Yeah. So like all of these, I've never seen them. And so like, I, it's not hard for me to not watch them, but like yeah. when you tell me like, Oh, Hey, this one's coming up. Like, then I'm like, Oh, well, I kind of do want to just sit down and watch a bunch of these. But like also at the same time, I'm like this segment, you know, we do it every six months. Like, I'll just watch it then, and then that way, yeah. like I, 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 it's I fresh. yeah, I just watch the. Well, I would, I would still double watch because I watched most of these episodes twice before mm-hmm. we uh, recorded. But like, almost kind of like a like a blind going in, you know, like I've never yeah. seen them just talk about it in the moment, kind of thing. Um, yeah. But the fact that they did a freaks, like I'm gonna have to try to wipe that from the memory banks because I'm gonna go want to go and wa- find out which one that is and watch it. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, it really, it's, it's when they, cause 
we're getting close to the point where they started to sort of just do movie parodies like Transformers and Avatar, oh, and it just wasn't as good. Right. Uh, we might even skip those, depending on which segments are there, because there are some good gems in there. Mm-hmm. But over the last, you know, six years or so, they've really started to get good again, and it was in that sort of, maybe even ten years, because er, volume 33 was this year. Right. Oh, man. God, we're going to be... But, Oh man, I was gonna say we start skipping, we'll get like we're already on twelve. We're, yeah, we're about, we're to about start a third 13. of the way through. Yeah, Ooh, time flies. Yeah, when you're having fun mm. or not. <laughs> uh, Night of the Dolphin in a parody of Day of the Dolphin and the Birds. Lisa takes pity on the Star Trek of Springfield's Marine World, a dolphin named Snorky, whose trainers let him be humiliated while being forced to perform stunts for the crowd's amusement. Snorky returns with an army of dolphins to get revenge on humans. Uh, I love... Wiggum is just fantastic in his assessment of the bottlenose bruises and blowhole burns and flipper prints. Looks like the work of rowdy teens, and he orders to cancel yeah. the prom. Oh, man. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, and then right after that, like the, the sea captain out there is being like, I'm the only one that knows how to stop this, and then boom, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> like, being the, the Quincy or whatever yeah. from Jaws. Yeah, like, <laughs> boom. It's so good. Yeah, and then the town meeting... They're all scared of the dolphins, and Willie starts squeegeeing the the window, and it sounds like a dolphin squeaking. <laughs> like, you want streaks? That's what you'll get. Yeah, that's a, yeah. And a dolphin smashes through the window and through his chest. The archer line before it was the archer line. Like, you want, yeah, you want streaks? Because that's how you get streaks. <laughs> this is how you get ants. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love Archer. I do too. It's so good. Bottlenose. Uh, and then the when Snorky approaches the podium and he has just this soft, sweet Snorky talk, man. <laughs> <coughs> and then starts to yeah. <laughs> Let me like, start over. Yeah. <laughs> I dude, this whole segment, and even before I realized that, like, and I should have kind of in the moment that it was a parody of the birds. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes it that much better. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean that ending with all of them standing around like there's the funny ones with the the gangster against the car flipping a coin yeah but that beginning when they're all around it's very the birds like mm-hmm. it's like that's fucking creepy yeah when they're just walking through they're just lined up everywhere you're like oh yeah okay we're gonna do <laughs> this today yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then they're on telephone lines and shit and <laughs> think it's different <laughs> yeah right <laughs> That should have been the dead giveaway right there. I don't know why. It's just, it's always one of those that I've always found the funniest. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it's so hilarious to me that I, it's one of the ones I look forward to the most when I watch these again and again and again. Yeah. That, I I really do enjoy this segment quite a bit. Um, actually, more than I think about it, like, I mean, probably if I were to rate these ones, it would, it, it would basically be in reverse with the dolphin then scary tales and ghost dad but yeah. like this this one this one's a lot of fun all right last one as we wrap things up here trios of horror 12 season 13 november 1st oh ep- sorry about that season 13 episode 1 november 6th 2001 starting out the season uh, with it yeah well i mean it's just a lot of it is the way that uh, the schedules come out yeah and uh, baseball season is usually around this time too, and so they have to kind of shoehorn it in. They even start making jokes in the opening about baseball, about airing them in November. Right. Like I think this might have been the one where they're like the aliens are up front at the beginning of the episode talking about who airs a Halloween special in November. We already have our Christmas decorations up. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, and see. So this one I'm looking through and I'm like, man, I don't remember this episode as well as I thought I did. So I, I remember the Pierce Brosnan, but I'll not going to have as much to rip off, riff on as with this one. But I was looking at your notes. This first one, I didn't even notice that. Oh, Hex in the City? No, uh, like your first note note about what, oh. like the production. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, God, that's, that's kind of a bummer. Uh, kind of killed my mood. Uh, what, he's, what he's talking about is this was the first Halloween special where the writers did not have scary names in the credits. Yeah, like, why did they ever say why they stopped doing it? Mm-mm. And it, I think I, it might have been a 9-11 thing, 
honestly. Yeah, that's the year. Because this, yeah, this was, you know. Weeks. Almost two months. September, October, yeah, two, almost two months. Yeah. I think, if I read right, that might have been what it was, but I don't remember. Okay. Uh, the, the Leprechaun has reappeared many times since the episode, becoming one of the few characters on The Simpsons to leap from Halloween shows to regular shows. Ooh. Like Uter, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, in House of Wax, the segment would originally end with the Ultra House killing Homer, and for compensation, the family would program the house with Homer's personality. Right. I think that would have been funnier. Yeah. That would have been. Okay, so I do remember the House of Wax episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Ultra House was portrayed by Pierce Brosnan. The role was originally intended for Sean Connery, and over the course of production, the staff also considered Lyle Lovett and Gary Oldman. The decision remained until someone who worked for Lovett decided it was somehow insulting to have him play a house. Uh, according to Scully, the third segment... Oh, according to Scully. Huh. So, okay. Yeah. He says so, Lyle Lovett's camp. Uh, this one I, I liked a lot. Uh, the third segment, Whiz Kids, was written by Carolyn Omine, is how I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. Omine stated in the DVD audio commentary for the episode that the segment was a really hard sell, since only about four of the writers had read the Harry Potter books, uh, and Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone in particular, uh, the book the segment was based on, while the rest of the writers did not know about the book, and thought viewers would not know who Harry Potter was. At the time of the episode's production, four books had been written in the Harry Potter series, and the film adaptation of Philosopher's Stone would be released on November 16th, ten days after the episode aired. Oh, shit. I'm glad I'm glad you had that in there, because I was actually looking up to see when the first Harry Potter movie came out, like what year. Yeah. It was this year, but it would be ten days after this segment aired, hmm. which is pretty crazy. Okay, Uh, So let's get started with Hex and the City. Uh, Homer is cursed by a gypsy after destroying her fortune teller office. The curse soon takes effect with Marge growing a beard from her blue hair, Lisa (laughs) turning into a centaur, Bart's neck becoming long and floppy. As a result of Homer strangling him and Maggie becoming a ladybug with a human head, among other things. Yeah, I don't remember this shit at all (laughs) for this episode. (laughs) Oh, I do remember the Yoda officiating, but, like, huh? Okay. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they, they're going, walking down this district of Springfield mm-hmm. or wherever they're at, and there's street vendors, you know, selling their wiles, and someone is like, babies, who wants a baby? <laughs> okay. And it's actually just shaved puppies. Oh, okay. Damn, yeah. I feel and like silly. I, just, I can't believe I remember this one at all. Well, I mean, and it's, it is a good one. It is fairly classic, I think, but it's also probably where it starts to get a little less memorable. Okay. Well, I'll have to go back and rewatch, the, rewatch this one because I don't, the only one I really remember from this episode is the House of Wax. Hmm. And I, that one I just, really stood with me. <laughs> like I'm remembering yeah. a whole, but I don't know if it's just because of Pierce Brosnan, but I'm like a lot of that. Well, it, yeah, I don't know. No. <laughs> I like at the end of this one because they're at the gypsy wedding and the gypsy's marrying the leprechaun that they sicked on her to try and get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Homer's like, you know, saying sorry won't do any good to lift all these curses. And the, Marge's like, the gypsy said it would. And Homer says, you're not the, she's not the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of remember that. God damn it. Okay. Should have watched it again. I, I, I know, and I watched the first three, and I'm like, I remember this, I remember this, I remember this, yeah. and I should have known. I'm sure I'll be good. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be <laughs> fine. I remember these all a lot better than I thought I did. And then here we are, episode, the fourth one in, and I'm like, huh? Hmm? I remember one out of three segments. That's fine. Uh, House of Wax and a parody of Demon Seed and 2001 A Space Odyssey. The Simpsons buy a sophisticated system for their house called Ultra House. The house soon becomes uh, infiltrated, infatuated with Marge after the two share a bath and decide to kill Homer. <laughs> yeah. I've always liked uh, hearing Matthew Perry's voice come out of the house because I'm a big Friends fan. Yeah. And the idea that Dennis Miller's voice caused all those suicides. 
Right. And then when Bart suggests 007, Marge asks if it was George Lazenby, who is the one and done Bond. Yeah, that nobody kn- who nobody remembers exactly, except for you. I, yeah, I love that one. Yeah, which one is it? <laughs> um. Oh, I'm gonna forget. Um. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, nicely done. I knew I'd get there. I knew you'd get there eventually, too. I was just going to see if you'd get there before my computer did. And you got there before <laughs> I finished typing George, so... Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, as a huge James Bond fan, it was great here in Brosnan. Yeah. That's my Bond. It's the one that I grew up with. I love Daniel Craig more, but... That you do, but yeah, it's the same for me as well. And I love that he lures Homer to the kitchen with bacon and kills him with a garbage disposal on the table. <laughs> Which is teed up classic horror movie style when they're eating dinner. Yeah. Uh, and of course Homer didn't die. I think it would have been funnier if he had, like the notes we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. But him taking out his British charm unit and hearing Brosnan be like, "Yeah, but fuck you, you ass wipe." <laughs> doesn't say fuck you, obviously, but yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, you fucking schmear. <laughs> 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 that was great and then they give ultra house to patty and selma who try and he tries to self-destruct himself as they talk about their day which is just fantastic <laughs> i can't be here right now <laughs> <laughs> oh it just oh man that like you're like i oh, will just self-destruct we'll call it good oh i can't this is gonna yeah. be bad <laughs> and she stuffs it in her cleavage and he's like oh not in there no he's so <laughs> gross <laughs> Uh, last one, Wiz Kids, in a, par- uh, in a parody of Harry Potter. That was hard for me to say. Bart and Lisa go to the Springward School of Magicry, of course. Yep. Uh, in which young boys and girls are trained in the art of witchcraft. The evil Lord Monty Mort notices Lisa's spells, and he and his snake sidekicks, Slithers, decide to capture Lisa in order to increase his power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's... Ooh just fucking great and it's kind of nice that so many of the books had come out Mm -hmm. by then and that like i said there were four books in and i assume whoever the lady who wrote this had read all of them like inclusions of things like nagini slithers Mm -hmm. is a thing that i don't think existed until four right which I I like I love the Maybe movies, but it. I figure if anybody would yeah. know, it'd be you because I know your wife's a yeah. super fan, and so yeah, and we watch them the a to- lot. Yeah, and actually, I don't think it's even in four; it might even be in five. But I know the books are different than the movies. I only read the certain I, I only read. I actually read the very first book. Um, I yeah. never did go back or read the other ones, but I'm very like I don't read a whole lot. Yeah, they did do a Harry Potter cameo at the beginning. It wasn't. Daniel Radcliffe, but it was, you know, they call him out as Harry Potter, and he makes the not-chewing-gum-I'm-chewing-brimstone joke, (laughs) which is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. And uh, the magic talent show where Milhouse uses the invisibility cloak, which uh, removes all of his clothes instead of him altogether. That's a Harry Potter... Like, it doesn't remove your clothes, obviously, but the invisibility cloak Mm -hmm. is a Harry Potter thing, which is a nice touch. That's hilarious. And then, of course, the the last bit is Lord Montymort's enchanted shin, which gets lightly poked by a sharp wand, and apparently that was the source of his power, <laughs> and so he withers up and dies, oh and Slithers eats him uh, while sobbing, <laughs> which I, is just hilarious. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this one, too, because I, 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 I like Harry Potter, and I, I remember the cameo, like I can picture that little part in my mm-hmm. head. And I remember no, ma'am. It's brimstone. <laughs> I remember the Lord Montymort name, but mm-hmm. I, I got to go back and rewatch. Just rewatch all of this. Yeah, I mean they're not the best. I think this is when it started to be a little less memorable. I'd have to kind of look ahead to see what ones come after this mm-hmm. immediately. But there is a, a run in the teens where it's just like okay, like yeah, it'd know, be what it be. It, Un- untitled robot parody which is just because transformers is big right now oh. like i get it but right you're selling out here get back to what you oh, i got the sneezes yeah. 
Goodness. Bless you. Oh, I haven't sneezed yet, but well, I did earlier. I'm going to cut that out because that was egregious, but Yeesh. I have it on. I have it right here. Hmm. Pick up in there. Yeah. Well, and that's, I don't, that's, that's the thing that kind of bothers me about these is that there's so many horror movies out there. They're, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at your wall of things going, God, they could parody that, 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 that. Yeah. Like, they did do a Tales from the Crypt kind of opening once, which was pretty cool. Okay. But. Well, I, I, it, I was going to say, if they haven't done Tales from the Crypt, I would be shocked because that just seems like a real wasted opportunity. Any of them, dude. Like. Yeah. Well, that's, I would love for them to do a Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. like And like you said, just looking at my stuff, like Candyman, Lost Boys, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Like any one of those would be fantastic. Did- and go listen to uh, the last one of these that we did, our bonus episode. I think were uh, pitches that we oh, would do for right. uh, different horror movie segments. Yeah, that was the bonus. I don't remember what episode that is. I'm going to look it up. Go back and listen to that for what we think they could do. Yeah, dude. The, but I've no. Go ahead. I was just going to say the um, when we covered uh, the Simpsons last. It's a bonus episode. We covered it um, May third. It looks to be episode so 54 kinda... which was quite a while back given that i believe this is episode About six months yeah well no shit yeah <laughs> the, the one as a recording this is actually episode number 78 wow right get never close to that century mark i know we're gonna we've talked about doing some fun stuff for the one hundo yeah oh yeah we we'll gotta see. yeah we gotta get back to that now that we're 22 episodes actually away approaching 21 so. episodes away yeah even if, even once we potentially stop doing the bonuses, we'll still get there pretty quick. So. Right. Well, and that's a um, actually that came up in uh, the email that I'm going to read when we're done talking about Simpsons. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, we are pretty much done talking about Simpsons. I hope you enjoyed it. One of the things I was like, I I've seen uh, art on Pinterest of like sideshow Bob as Michael Myers. Yeah, I've seen. And stuff it has like that he too. has the white face and the dark orange hair. Yeah. And it's like, that would be so fucking cool. It really would. Him as Michael Myers and Bart being the Laurie Strode. Right. I might actually, be... in the show notes for this episode, I might link that episode in here um, just to yeah. talk about being like, hey, you know, and I know we, like, yeah, we covered this f- six months ago, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, by the time this drops. And if you guys have a pitch, you know, of uh, what you would do, um, for an episode of Treehouse of Horror, uh, email us. Let us know what um, mm-hmm. what you would love to see in an episode um, involving that, and we'll talk about it uh, in the next episode next after the email, uh, whatever, whenever that email is sent. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I enjoyed talking about Treehouse. I kind of feel like um, that last episode there, I'm not remembering it, didn't really exactly help the excitement for it, but... Yeah, I mean, it is one of the lessers. I mean, they're... House of Wax is fun, mm-hmm. and the Harry Potter one's fun for me because you know my half of my world is Harry Potter, so it it just <laughs> kind of is a thing now. But it, it's so much less horror than yeah. it used to be at this stage that it's like okay, well, the Wizarding half world of Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, that's a. Uh, that's Treehouse of Horror, Volume Three, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Nice little hour-long bow there. Uh, yeah, these are always fun to talk about. I look forward to them, even though they're kind of a recording nightmare for me. The way that sure. you took the notes this time, that really helped. So keep yeah. doing it like that. I will certainly try. Awesome. Um, so what is your next pick for us to do so my next pick i'm super excited about um because i wanted to talk about this last year but i actually didn't get uh, around to it because i'm trying to remember what we did for last october but um the movie that i want to talk about for it's gonna drop november 1st even though it drops November 1st. It's still going to be a part of our October, um, October fest, if you will. Mm-hmm. So the movie that I'm going to cover is called haunt. It came out in 2019 and, um, I can't wait. 
It's a lot of fun. Uh, it, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend watching it. I'm trying to see where it, um, where it's available. And I mean, you can rent it on things and it says that it's available on Amazon prime with the subscription. I just don't know what subscription it is. Um, it's not on shutter. I don't know. Um, when we record, I'll <clears throat> actually, I don't think it, it used to be on shutter, huh? I don't know. Oh, I don't piggyback know. off of your subscription. I know, so. dude. They, they <laughs> it, like, so I was paying the monthly fee, and they mm-hmm. can't, like it got canceled. And I was like, okay, that's weird, really weird. Um, and so I had to pay like the the annual fee to get it turned back. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck you guys. I don't like dropping seventy bucks all at once. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it um, it is on um, it is on Shutter. Nice. Uh, it is a little, it's a lot of fun. It's a, a movie about, um, a group of friends who encounter an extreme haunted house on Halloween, uh, that promises to feed their darkest fears. Um, that's a mean promise. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, if I don't know, I know we wrote down what episodes we're doing. I don't think I'm doing a bonus for this one. Um, but if for some reason remember. it falls that I have to do a bonus for this one, we'll probably talk about extreme haunted houses because there are a few out there. There's one that makes you sign like a fucking 50 page waiver. Um, Jesus. yeah. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about that cause it's, it's a shutter exclusive. So yeah, you can find it on shutter. I thought I saw it on Netflix at one point. I could be wrong, but, um, if you have shutter, you should definitely do it. Um, I'm really just looking, do it. F- huh? Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, support Shutter, one hundred percent. Because it says it's a, it's um, it's Shutter exclusive, so it's not on there. Yeah, yeah it shouldn't be on anything but Shutter. Right. Well, and that was the thing too, because I was like, like I think what threw me off is or I, maybe AMC Plus. I think I saw it for sale at Walmart, which was made, which made me think I'm like, oh, um, but yeah, so. We'll go ahead and get out of here. I'll quit rambling on and on because I, I don't know okay. where I'm going. Um, but right. we want to thank... What about that email? Oh, shit. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. That's what I'm here for. Yep. Just looking out. Um, mm-hmm. Right here. Where you at? This, here, uh, right here. this episode... or I'm sorry. This episode is brought to you by you guys. Um, this email is titled New Listener. So, fuck yeah. Thank you. Says, hello, Justin and Brandon. I recently started listening to your podcast. Hi. Um, After following Brandon's other podcast, and I'm really enjoying it, uh, which is no longer in productions. Um, I really liked the episode where you guys talked about real life exorcisms. I thought it'd be really cool if you guys reviewed a movie that was based on true events, then discussed the events that inspired the movie. Uh, for example, Ed Gein has inspired multiple movies from Norman Bates' character to Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lambs. I would also love to hear your guys' review of the movie The Bone Collector, starring Denzel Washington. So we have a listener suggestion. Yay. And nice. um, yours are, are mapped out for the rest of the year. So mm-hmm. I have one spot open, and I, I will take the... I will Bone take the, the brunt of that one and we will I'm trying to remember if I've seen that or not. It's I Denzel like Washington. It's Denzel Washington. It's um yeah. it's like a, a serial killer mystery. Similar to Seven it's, in that vein. Yeah. It's it I remember it being pretty good. I cool. wanna is, is is the Bone Collector um part of the Alex Cross like storylines, like you know, like how there was um I have no idea. I don't even know what that is. Um, so, no, it's Lincoln Rand. Okay, so so it's something totally different. Um, there was a a movie that had a character from books called Alex Cross, and then in a more recent movie they did, it had um Tyler Perry playing the character, and mm. it was the one with uh, Matthew Fox playing the fucking jacked, ripped, pale serial killer guy blah 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 but um in the meantime i will catch up on some more of your earlier podcasts sincerely the anorexic chuck norris and so all righty all righty i mean we both work with him and he actually came up to me and was talking to me he's like i was talking to justin the other day and i'm like fuck yeah man 
Glad to have yeah. it because uh, he is uh, he is an avid listener of stuff, mm-hmm. and so that's awesome. He he always gives a lot of feedback, which is great, yeah. and he loves to send emails. So keep them coming, and I'll read them every episode. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, and we did do Silence of the Lambs, so go back and listen to that. We one. did do Silence of the Lambs. I'm sure he'll get to that one. Um, yeah. But I I like that right there is uh, a a movie and a bonus wrapped up in one. Cause we can literally yeah. talk about that. And then we could talk about, um, horror movies based on true events. And I think that that yeah. right there, you just, you made my life a hell of a lot easier. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what Brandon's all about. <laughs> hey, why work harder if you can hey. work smarter? That's true. Amen. I do both. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us as always. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you because without you guys, we're just two dudes sitting in our rooms bullshitting about horror, which is why we started doing this in the first place. And sure. so uh, we'd love to share that with you. So um, if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, inputs, feedbacks, any anything and everything, we'll take it. Uh, you can find us mm-hmm. on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. You can find us on, um, I said Instagram, Twitter. We are on the Shutter app at uh, Pod and Gore Podcast. Uh, you can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. Uh, we did get a new rating, but we haven't got mm. a, a, if they re- if they reviewed it, it hasn't been uploaded as of yet. But mm. I'm assuming it's another five star because we went from a 4.7 to a 4.8. So nice. out of 18 ratings being a 4.8, that's more than I could have. Ever, yeah, it's more than I ever would have expected because there's times where I'm just like, oh, that just happened. So <laughs> we thank you guys. We yeah, there's a, there's been a few episodes where I'm like, that was really phoned in. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, as always, we appreciate you guys. Uh, we will see mm-hmm. you guys next week where we talk about the Shutter exclusive haunt. Woot woot. Woot woot. And until then, we have been your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.